Oh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Today is St. Patrick's Day. Not to reveal when we record or anything, but... um. Also known as Snyder Cut Eve. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that tomorrow? Yeah. <gasps> I Big hate day. you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, are no, you yeah, expecting Snyder to cut. watch it tomorrow? No. I mean, I'll probably watch it sometime. Well, I want to watch it. Yeah. It has 78%. All right. I'm excited. Harish has been building this up for me. He's convinced me yeah, it's um, good. that it's going to be good. <laughs> I mean, it'll oh probably my God. be good. Please stop. No, it's no joke. But... You know how I feel about Zack Snyder. <laughs> I can't do this today. I don't know. Remember two years ago when we um watched The Leprechaun and then yeah. did their shots at Chumley's? Yeah. Two years ago. That was a good time. <laughs> I was just thinking about that because I was like, what was our last St. Patrick's Day? Because we didn't do one last year, right? No. Yeah. And so, yeah, what a follow up to the Leprechaun. I'd say mm-hmm. it's a big step up. And we're going in the right direction here. Um. Well, oh my god. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have words. I have a lot to say about my progression of the movie, which we have not said yet. Um. Which... Before we see what the movie is, everyone give like one hard opinion you have. I like the Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Harish. Regarding the movie, yeah, the first half of it sucks, <laughs> but the last half of it is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, I don't know what the fuck they put in this movie, <laughs> but I love it so much. If somebody said, "Molly, um, we're gonna put on um House of Wax 2005 in this movie," I would get down on um. A need to propose. Like, it would be over. <laughs> That's my soulmate right there. Um, this movie fucks. Do we... Well, I guess first we should say without... This is Tipsy Terror. Welcome to Tipsy Terror. <laughs> <laughs> and then we gotta cut the song in, like, here. Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Huh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is why to drink. Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast about horror movies and uh, drinking and uh, what? Nothing. My name's Harish. I'm Sam. I'm Molly. Hey, can, I, can I introduce the movie? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Oh, wait. And this is Tipsy Terror, a podcast where we sometimes drink and watch He definitely movies. just said that, Molly. I, did, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I told my mom um, yesterday, three separate times, that I watched the movie Brick. Like, last night. I was like, I watched Brick last night. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what's that? And I told her what it was. And then, like, maybe a couple hours later, I was like, I watched Brick last night. And she's like, yeah, you told me. I was like, oh, sorry. And then I'm like, not even kidding you. Like within the hour, like maybe like 15 or 20 minutes later, I was like, I watched Brick last night. Wow. That's like, <laughs> oh, I just realized I didn't do it today. But every day since Daylight Savings has happened around 730, I go up to the window and I was like, wow, look, it's still light outside. This is amazing. And I turned to Harish, so he's excited. And he's like, yeah, you told me that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Every single day. But today is the first day I have not. And what movie are we doing? There was a two-day period where I asked my mom every day if she had seen my dinner with Andre. And she's like, Molly, I watched it with you. 
Um, in the movie that we're like we're talking about a lot of stuff. The movie that we watched is wait. So the month, the month, the month. We're doing a theme. We're doing a theme. Yes. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. Oh, focus up, focus up. Um, the movie. The um no. Um, the month. The month. for molly tonight because she's been begging I, for this for a while now for so long for so long <laughs> i got this movie on dvd at the um the half price, half price book sale two years ago i know because the dvd is currently sitting on mine and harisha's shelf because molly's been begging us to, she loaned it to me and she's like just keep it till you watch it i don't care i just want you to eventually watch this movie <laughs> and we finally did oh my god Oh my god. It's so good. <laughs> Starring Aaliyah mm-hmm. and Stuart Townsend. This as... is the um she like passed away after principal photography, which yeah. is really sad. Yeah. Um, so this was the last movie she got to do. I remember when she died because um because of this movie. Because mm-hmm. um so my history with this movie, I've never seen it. This is my first time watching it. But I'm a huge fan of Interview with the Vampire, which this is a sort of sequel slash prequel to, mm. um, which I will get into. But um, I fucking love that movie because my mom loved that movie. Um, she loved Anne Rice novels. Mm-hmm. And like that was like her like go to thing. I tried to read them in college. She had terrible taste in books. <laughs> those are not good. <laughs> I I've met um, a I've met a lot of people who like those books and I've like been I've just been like, I no, I can't. <laughs> I tried. I made it through interview with the vampire and but I barely oh my god, it was like pulling teeth to get me to read that book and I just couldn't pick up the other ones. I was just like, I don't care about these. Um What's like what's I don't know I just don't like the writing there's just something about it I don't like it it's the same feeling of I think if I went back and reread Twilight I wouldn't be able to it's it's like that kind of thing (laughs) but um anyways so I anyway I remembered this movie though because my mom was a huge fucking fan of the books and stuff so when this movie came out my mom was 28 when Mm -hmm. this movie came out so she was like the target fucking audience for this (laughs) And, like, just the weeks building up to it, she was fucking psyched. She went and saw it in theaters, I think, with my uncle. She didn't shut the fuck up about it after. Like, yeah. it was just, she was super excited about it. And, um, but then I just remember finding out that Aaliyah had died. And I didn't even know about her music career. I just mm-hmm. knew about Queen, of the, Queen of the Damned. Because my mom would never shut the fuck up about the movie Queen of the Damned. Wow. So oh That's <laughs> so, so funny. That's a long story with no point, but... That's my history with this. Yeah, I had never heard about it until, like, Molly let us borrow the DVD. And, uh, yeah, this is my first time watching it. So weird. It's been such a big presence in my life. I have seen Interview with a Vampire once. Did I make you watch it? Was it because of me? It's good. It's a good movie. I love that movie. Um, But, yeah, Molly, what's your history with this? Um, Oh, I I realized something in retrospect um, this time watching it. 
this is one of those movies like it was on tv once and i like my dad was watching the end of it and i was like what's happening because it's the part where she, like she dies yeah i was like what is this and he's like it's um queen of the dam and i was like oh and then i like watched the rest of it and like forgot about it and then um this was like when i was a kid and then um um, 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 I watched Interview with a Vampire back in October for the first time. I was like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe it's time I bust out my Queen of the Damned. Um, Like, finally, finally just watch it. And um, then I watched it like a week later or something. It was so good. It was so good. I was, I'm like obsessed with this movie. I've only, this is the second time I've seen it. I haven't seen it very much, but it's made such a profound impact on my life. There was a, a shift. There was a shift in you. <laughs> like, oh. There's Molly before and Molly after Queen of the Damned. I hope this movie doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> Very much so. Unfortunately, um, no, the problem is that it hit too many of the things that have already been awoken in you. <laughs> oh my god. Just, like, we're going to get into like just what this movie is like. This movie is like every single thing I find sexy. It's, it's like, t- it, I cannot believe that they got it so right for me. <laughs> but it's yeah it's just fucking phenomenal yeah i mean right. it's it's good i i i'm we'll get into the rating and stuff but like in general i'm gonna give it a thumbs up but i've got a lot of criticism <laughs> I, I won't hear that i do have a game if we want to play a little gamey game sure yeah where i read some of my favorite letterboxd reviews i found of this movie and you have to guess how many stars that review is okay, okay. absolutely <laughs> um i have a kind of a lot um is that okay yeah. yeah, we can just go. Yeah. All right. This is a very relatable movie because I too am swayed by any good looking person that crosses my path, have a blood kink, and only rise from my coffin at the sound of rock music. Two and a half stars. Damn it, I was going to say two and a half stars. You're right. That's yes! so weird. That is exactly a two and a half star <laughs> review. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're going to get the rest okay. wrong. Okay, okay. And here's my favorite one. This is the one I think about every time I think about this movie. Had to skim because it's nearly a two-hour Evanescence music video. I've seen this one, but I don't remember the rating. Um, one star. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three. Harish is right. It's a one star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. that felt really lukewarm to me. I guess they did skim it. I All feel right. like I That's understand. True. Okay, this might be me bragging early and then I'll completely bomb all the rest of it. But I feel like I kind of understand the type of person who writes letterbox reviews. What do you mean you are? We, that's what we do. No, I don't write reviews. Oh, I, yeah. I like tried and then I was like, this is stupid and then you, don't. Yeah, that's right. He just logged them and you're probably like six months behind on your logging. Yeah, yeah I haven't logged. No, I haven't logged since since covid started the good news oh is if you God. want to know harisha's log just look at mine but then add like some of the shittiest movies you can ever think of because that's what he does when i'm at work that's so mean i can't stop thinking about that tweet you did about nerd books oh they made that so hard. he thought i portrayed him in a bad light <laughs> um anyway. all right all right next one absolutely the epitome of unhinged early 2000s filmmaking this was incredible Four and a half. Two. Four stars. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to say four, and then you said four and a half, and I was like, no, I Oof. don't want to. It's fine. Should have. Right. In all capital letters, the early 2000s mall goth vampire movie. Two stars. Three and a half. Two stars. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Forget everything. This is the sexiest shit I've ever watched. Five. Four and a half. It's a three. Oh, oh. see, that didn't feel. Mm, yeah. That didn't feel like a three. Actually, All right. Next, we got no plot to see here, just sexy vampires. <laughs> Four. Three and a half. One star. What? Oh, tragic. Wow. Their priorities are in the wrong fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> next, we a lot of the reviews are similar. Um, I'll give it to you. So. Next, we have no thoughts. Only new metal soundtrack and Aaliyah as a sexy vampire. Four and a half. Three. You got four. Damn. Oh, right. Every time I almost say four and I got. <laughs> All right. Here, here's a good one. This movie is the definition of gothic vampire bisexual panic. One and a half. Five. It's a four and a half. But Whoa. the comment is priceless. It's the comment on this review is. The only movie bold enough to ask, what if a queen was damned? <laughs> <laughs> That's a five-star review right there. <laughs> so good. Um, all right, next we got another one. Horny camp is the best genre. Four. Four. Another four and a half. Ooh. That's not too hard on that. All right. Here we go. Here's one. Of, here's another one of my recent favorites. The set designs in this movie are weirdly excellent, as though operating under a different creative direction than the rest of the movie. <laughs> One. Uh, two. Half a star. Oh, what? Wow. That's mean. Oof. But that is a oh. really good review. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. Nonsensical plot, horrible dialogue, worse acting. In the worst fashion in music 2002 had to offer. <laughs> Okay, even I disagree. Um, this is going to be a half. Yeah, I'm going to go half. All right, one star. One. They probably didn't know that they could do half. <laughs> All right, like one long advertisement for Hot Topic. <laughs> Three stars. Uh, Four. Half a star? Half Ugh. a star? There's so many half a star reviews. This is That's mean. There's way worse movies than this. It's weird because like it's... Letterbox is either like film bros who take themselves too seriously or like gay teens. Yeah. So yeah. like that if That's it was written by a gay teen, that would be a five star review. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's why there's so much discourse on there. Okay. Right. Few more. Alright. There is just so much of this movie that's hot. <laughs> um four. Four. Five. 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 Yeah. All right. This is the one that made me laugh during recording. Um, <laughs> who the fuck is this loser playing Lestat? <laughs> me. I. That's my review. <laughs> uh, Two stars. Three stars. Half a star. Half a oh. star. Oh. Honestly, literally me for the first half of this movie. That was my mindset. <laughs> All right. I am here for one reason and one reason only. And that reason is to watch Aaliyah eat a man's heart. <laughs> four stars. Uh, four and a half. Two. Two. Oh, that's not a positive. All right. Last one. And it's how I feel about the movie. This movie was a mess, but also an aesthetic accomplishment. <laughs> four stars. Three and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Great job, everyone. We Thanks started off playing. real strong and yeah. fizzled out there. Yeah. 
it's just it's hilarious to me i think they're great i just feel like i don't care i hate this listat so much he's wrong okay i hate him to a point all right so like as a huge fan of the og interview with the vampire Mm -hmm. listat is like um like a cranky old guy and he is just fucking so annoying but like in the best way that a vampire can be like he's just so like whiny and piney and like he only wants his way and he's like obsessed with brad pitt he's just like i don't know he's like that and in this movie he's not like that like he's whiny but he's like super fucking into himself and like thinks he's mm-hmm. a god and doesn't seem to like feel this like pain that the og listat does anyways yeah. so that's why i don't like him because i think he's playing him just like really fucking weird and so um but the pivotal scene in this movie where him and what's her face are in that alleyway yeah to- they changed him. He 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 transformed, and then I didn't hate him anymore. And this is the moment in the movie where Sam is like, "I like this movie." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like he wasn't as like unbearable, but also he still was. I just found him sexier, <laughs> and I think that made him mm-hmm. less unbearable. Interesting. So let's get into a little bit about what this movie's about. Yeah. So if you're familiar with the movie Interview with the Vampire, um, you're got, not going to like this. <laughs> what? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh my god! It's about two vampires. One of them's name is Lestat, and he's very, very old. So this movie kind of simultaneously takes place before and after right. the events of Interview with the Vampire, but also just doesn't like just ignores the, yeah. those events. Yeah, like the plot. Like, yeah. It's like it didn't happen. Yeah, it that never happened. It did, but like it doesn't matter for the plot of this. You right. do not have to have seen Interview with a Vampire to love this movie. Yeah. Um. So this vampire named Lestat. Um. It opens with him coming out of his coffin to the sounds of like new metal rock. Yeah. And he like tracks down the musicians playing, and he's like, "I can make you great. I can make you guys stars. Let me be in your band." And they're like, "Hubba hubba," because. We forgot to mention that Stuart Townsend as Lestat is one of the sexiest characters in cinematic history of all time ever. So, of course, they're going to say yes. Um, Okay, but he approaches them doing that weird singing thing. Do you remember? He was, like, laying there, like, belting out a note. It was weird. Just, like, singing. Yeah. Anyways, continue, Molly. Well... I wanted to say, I, I think he's attractive. I, I'm not, like, as obsessed with him as you are, but I he kind of looks like the crow, and I feel like that is a huge part of it for you. He does. I was going to say, I, I did think <laughs> comparisons to the crow when I was watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's, like, shocked, covering up her face. <laughs> to be shocked you didn't have to say it like that (laughs) (laughs) he sounded like he was really guilty for pointing i feel like that's part of it for you well i mean like no like i I don't know it's like i feel like your attraction to the crow is what is like making you like so obsessed with this guy 
That might make sense because, like, I wasn't, like, uh, I, well, I don't know. I don't remember Molly being particularly obsessed with the girl, but I wasn't. And that might be why I th- don't like this guy that much is because he's crow-like. <laughs> well, I don't I don't think the crow is unattractive. No, I but know. I it's also just don't he's, think... he doesn't, he's not, like, right. the epitome of, like, everything sexy in the world. Anyway. I, to us. I disagree. He's so hot. And here's the thing, right? It's the hair. It's the eye makeup. Right. It's, like... He, Stuart Townsend is it's just the like magician like quality. <laughs> it's how he talks. It's how he dresses. This is like in every aspect of my life. If like I'm attracted to a man, it's like this guy. Like everybody I like, kind of like you can, you can do a little diagram and like connect the dots. But like how many other people I like to get to him. Yeah, and it's scary. Oh, I mean, it makes sense. It tracks. It totally makes sense. He's just my type. I like those fucking emo. Right guys <laughs> who wear like flouncy shirts and leather pants and have emotional problems that they talk about through music <laughs> yeah it really is truly your type it's so disgustingly <laughs> this movie is so disgustingly my type it, oh my god okay so, so Stott comes in and I feel like we're underselling how hot he is because I feel like people are no, going to listen to this. He's very attractive in this. He's a very hot guy. There are certain frames where I was like, maybe not. But then like most for most of it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a hot guy. But he's no Lestat. When I was watching this movie for the first time, I was having questions. I'm like, what if I'm like not actually attracted to men? And that's just like, I just like I was questioning it. And then I watched this movie and I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So he comes in to see these like fucking ragtag team of mall goths all playing instruments. And he's like, I'll make you a star. And they're like, okay. So then it kind of cuts to like a little bit in the near future where this band is like successful and have released a few albums. And he's interviewing people over video call or something. And he's like, I'm a vampire. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, and everyone's like, oh my God, this guy's a vampire because he is. Um, and he's like basically let the big secret out of the bag about the vampire world and he says i'm gonna perform in death valley in like either like a week or a few days or however long it's like his first and only concert or something like that yeah something something like that um so he's giving his like concert in death valley in a little bit and he announces it while also revealing that to the world the um unwitting public that vampires exist right and also like he's doing like a video conference like the, there's yeah. a giant screen behind them and uh, he, he seems to be looking at the people in the audience <laughs> like from the screen you know yeah he just and that's okay the, techno- <laughs> the 2000s didn't understand how that would work no they had no idea that we were capable of that yeah so it's kind of set up that this guy's a vampire and then there's a scene where like two women are like walking up to Lestat's house right and they're talking about like I hear he keeps girls in the basement and they get like whatever they want as long as um they let him suck on his neck and they like they're, deal like, of a lifetime right oh we forgot to mention so the band itself the soundtrack in this movie is so good it it's, is I'm not taking any <laughs> arguments or counter opinions it is good this is good music it's good I, I don't it. like the band songs I'll say that I disagree 
agree. I like. I mean, the the rest of the music is good, but I don't like the the band. At, at least the one at the end, the one that they play like throughout the music video, I think is fine. I don't like the one at the end. I didn't like the one at the end either, but I it was because I think what it was was the guy singing makes sense, but then when you watch him lip singing it, it just made it. It didn't line up for me. I was like, mm, I, I, I'm not believing this. I disagree. <laughs> But the songs also, Harish, if you're going to say you dislike them, like there's the counterpoint that like they make perfect sense for this band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, for the sure. exact music that this band is putting out. Yeah. It's the it's the visit all over again. <laughs> um, um, so they go to like these groupies go to the house to try and like meet with Stott. Right. Because he's hot. He's like the hottest thing of the 2000s right now. Like mm-hmm. you remember the 2000s. <laughs> he is like if Pete Wentz went a little darker and had like it was a vampire is like what is happening right here i feel like i'm yelling and talking so loud no, no, my brain cannot focus. i just feel like this band is what matchbox 20 thought they were <laughs> if you what? watch go watch a couple old <laughs> no go watch a couple old matchbox 20 music videos and you'll understand what i'm talking about the music isn't the same but like image wise it is totally right <laughs> okay um <laughs> you won't so believe me to- until you watch the music videos okay go ahead okay so they go to his house and um they're like still talking about him and like they're escorted in by the like band manager or something and then lestat walks in the room and he's like hello ladies and then they're all like flirty really? and um they're like crawling around on the ground all sexy and so like they're following him and he's like crawling and, and he's leading showing them. He starts... some leather clad ass in this scene <laughs> yeah it's nice he's dressed so well i love that shirt he's wearing too it's yeah. like a poet shirt but like with like studs in it oh so cool yeah he's, um, he's dressed like a rock star vampire like to whoever a did wardrobe on this movie they knew like, snapped <laughs> anyways continue um, so he starts crawling up the wall and they're like, whoa. And he's like crawling up on the wall and up on the ceiling and he turns down to look at them because they're still on the floor and he like dives down yeah. in this like weird delayed speed effect. Right. He does a <laughs> um, roar before. He like does a like a growl and then looks down at them and like dives down. And like basically oh, yeah. like comes down on them. They're like in an X formation. So he takes them both down at once and somehow eats them both at the same time. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Badass. <laughs> and so then we cut to London. This is all happening wherever. Maybe like in Death Valley or California or LA something. LA or something. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. So we cut to London and this woman named Jessie like is waking up and she has like had a memory about her aunt and like how she had to leave her aunt because her aunt told her she had to be with her own kind, but we don't know what that means yet. Yeah. So Jesse is like having woken up from this dream slash memory walks over to do some morning stuff. And then in the background on the TV, Lestat's band is playing right. their music. It's like MTV. I'm playing the music video and she's like entranced by it. Well, and she- then we see her. Oh God. Yeah, she she like r- recognizes one of the lines. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then uh, like she like gets entranced and like starts staring at the music video. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and so she like takes this information and brings it to work the next day, and she basically works as a vampire tracker, like R- anthropological vampire tracker. Yeah, they're like respectful. So, they don't. Society. Yeah, they like don't. <laughs> 
disturb the vampires, but they keep track of their movements. Like it, it's a group called like Talamasca or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like we get the little title card that says like Talamasca Center for Paranormal Studies, and then like mm-hmm. it's in London. They're um, basically vampire <laughs> anthropologists. Yeah, yeah. Or and, uh, and just other paranormal stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she's like presenting about like why she thinks Lestat is a vampire and like all the lyrics and stuff and they're like and, oh no and she talks about this bar called the armed something admiral something i don't know admiral arms admiral arms yeah thanks harry and how she's been kind of staking it out and they're like oh my god like leave the vampires alone like don't get too close to this yeah but jesse needs to get close to this it's her she she needs it's in her blood she needs to know so she meets with kind of her mentor figure who's also in talamascus and his name is david And David tells her that he's been tracking down this guy named Marius who made Lestat, the vampire returned Lestat, and gives, um, he has all these paintings of Marius throughout the years and like all the different styles that were popular in painting. And that's like one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. You just see all these paintings with the same face and, um, in different styles to show like how, how long really the history of this vampire is. Right. That's a Um, I think it's cool. It's one of the only, that and the graduation cap shot in Twilight had the same energy for me, where you really get a scope of like how long a vampire's life is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just think that's super neat. That's a good comparison. Yeah. So um Jesse gets this journal, Lestat's old journal, and she starts reading it. And so this is where we go from like the present to a flashback. Right. And the flashback talks about how Marius turned Lestat into a vampire. And Lestat was like this brooding lord of like France or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But yeah. he's wearing this like these yellow chap style. I love pants. the yellow pants. <laughs> they were so good. And this like flouncy white blouse. And he has his hair all long, like a French person. Right. And it's just <laughs> great. <laughs> so he wakes up kind of in a cold sweat and he's like where the hell am i he's at like marius's castle or something yeah and um well, marius well he in. says um in the voiceover it says that uh the the man who turned me brought me to like a mediterranean island or something oh yeah yeah oh nice <laughs> very and, the, um, the best place to go to be turned into a vampire oh for sure yeah. <laughs> Like a little like boys trip to Mykonos and you get turned into a vampire. That's great. Like what? That's what Mama Mia is missing. (laughs) Um, so, um, he wakes up kind of in a sweat and sees Marius, and they're like talking, and I don't remember what about, but um. Oh, I think Marius says something about he wants Lestat to be like his guide to the modern world or Mm. something. Oh, because Marius really likes humans. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. like kind of obsessed with humans and has like a fascination with them right and so he like turns lestat into a vampire mm-hmm. um because lestat's also kind of like existential right um so lestat becomes a vampire and then he's like they're like walking on a beach right they He's just teaching him, like, how to be a vampire, and, like, he, like, drain. they, like, are draining a guy's blood, and then, like, he tells him, like, don't drink the last drop, uh, because oh. if you drink, um, like, some, a dead person's blood, like, the death will come into you, or whatever. Yeah, you'll it's get like sucked poison. in. It's, like, poison to them. Yeah. So, yeah, so he teaches them all this vampire stuff, and then one day, oh, it's, it's also meant, it's worth to note, 
in this like flashback, Lestat is shown to be very good at playing the violin. Yeah. Oh god. Prodigy. He's like shredding that shit. Right. Like <laughs> loves playing that. And even from the start, Lestat's like uh why can't we just like be out in the normal world and just be open because Mm -hmm. like we're the most powerful so like it's no no one's gonna hurt us and then marius Marius is like like, no they're gonna kill you we can't we can't do that right um so he starts like lestat is playing the violin at the like mediterranean vampire villa Mm -hmm. oh my god love that and he hears this whisper like lestat or something like that and he's like, oh, my God, what is that whisper? So he follows the noise and finds a well, secret. His, like, bow that he's using to play the violin, like, flies away, gets, like, pulled oh, away yeah, yeah, yeah. and falls under he a drawer. that little slot in the door. Yeah. So he finds a secret passageway in this tunnel. And he follows the tunnel. And it leads to the best room I've ever seen, yeah. which is, like, a big column, like, walkway. Right. Two reflecting pools on either side, and two enormous marble statues of like the hottest vampire couple in the entire planet. It's kind of like a miniature chamber of secrets. Yes. With yeah. yep. Uh, with like um, yeah, with like Egyptian statues at the end. Mm-hmm. And the statue of the woman is like calling to him, mm-hmm. uh, to Lestat. So he like walks up to it and bites the wrist. And um, although it's marble, well, it's like not really. Well, she kind of like he, flashes. He, and he he plays. He like asks her like, "Do you want me to play for you?" And he plays the music. Um, oh yeah. And then like, there's this weird like dream sequence of like weird flashing. Um, and like a lot of cutting, and like it flashes of Aaliyah on the throne, and then it flashes back, and then the vampire like or the the statue lifts its arm and turns it like so its palm uh so her palm is facing upwards. Uh, and then he goes and sees veins in the statue. Mm-hmm. And then... He bites. He bites it and starts drinking the blood of Akasha. Yep. Um, who we will later find out, get this, is the mother of all vampires. Yeah. The titular Queen of the Damned. Hell yeah. <laughs> so this is where Marius like, busts up in there and shuts it down. Yeah, he like... Um, Lestat passes out and Marius finds him and he's like, what have you done? And then like... <laughs> chains him up to a bed and while he's drinking her blood he basically has like taken in all of like these visions of vampire history and like all of the power of akasha right it is like the best blood he's ever had Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think of like the best thing you've ever had right like the best drink and how every other drink is like bad after that i don't know yeah but it's like that right um your lava lamp looks really good. Thank you. It's really bubbly. It's been on for a while. That's nice. I love it. Anyways. So Marius then, in his frustration with Lestat, abandons him. Right. Leaving Lestat to um be on his own in the vampire world. And he takes like he takes the statues as well with him. Yeah. Which how did he do that? Yeah, I don't Doesn't know. matter, but like I'm curious. Just like a few minutes ago, it kind of clicked in my mind. I was like, wait a minute, did he take those? That doesn't seem right. <laughs> then it kind of like, I guess we are to assume the um, events of interview at the vampire happen. Well, it cuts. That's the end of the diary. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts back to the future, and she's done reading, and she's like, okay, well now I'm more interested. <laughs> Yeah, David gave the journal to Jesse, hoping that like that would like satisfy her interest in Lestat, but it only made her like interest grow stronger. Of course. Yep. 
So she goes. So she goes mm-hmm. to the Admiral Arm Admiral Arms. Yeah. <laughs> dressed perfectly for it. <laughs> is it also worth mentioning that everybody in this movie is good looking? Or is yeah. that what was that a given? I'm sorry. Like, I mean, for a movie I like this, you gotta be. Right. She's very pretty. She's I from, don't remember. She's from Wet Hot American oh. Summer. Did you know that? Yeah, I was trying to figure out what I knew her from because she looks so familiar. Oh yeah. my god. That's the only thing I know her from. Right. Yeah, she's yeah. She she goes into the club. The vampire bar. And guess who's there? What's Vampires. That? Oh, he's there too. <laughs> yeah, he just We don't know that yet. Well, she's she goes up to the bar and she's talking to people and like the vampires and the vampires are like, You're a human and she's like Oh, I have like I'm here with some some vampire owns my ass, and then they ask who, and she says, "What's his face?" Marius. She says Marius, and then from the shadows, like Lisette leans forward and he's appears. Like, eyes glint, and then like he like leans in, and it's right. like, oh, he's listening. Great, incredible effects. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I think I hear I'm getting a phone call. And then she runs away and then like runs out and runs into the um, into the alley. And then the other vampires from the bar find her and they're like, haha, you are looking a little lost, lady. So then they run away. They get scared and run away. And then who like she's confused for a second until she looks behind her and sees. Let's start. Yes. Oh. Uh, she's like, I want to be one of you, and he's like, No, you don't. And very much like Twilight, he's like, He's deep. He's existential. He's yeah. Because also, um, for those of you who watch Interview with the Vampire, right? Like linearly in the story of Lestat's life, this is taking place after he has made um Brad Pitt a vampire, and that whole thing kind of like collapsed in on itself like a dying star. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that he's a little hesitant about <laughs> making a new vampire. Right. Yeah. His gay vampire lover didn't want him anymore, so now he's like, fuck my life. So he, like, does the whole, like, classic thing where you're like, oh, you, like, you don't understand. Like, eternal life sucks. And he's, like, all broody. Right. He, like, gets her thumb and, like, pricks it on a glass window that's behind her. Yeah. And then uh, just, like, sucks on it. He sucks on her thumb, and it's, like, very classic vampire seduction perfectly written chef's kiss Mwah. it's pretty good it's good not shit. to mention did we say it's sexy yet it's sexy. <laughs> um so it's like it's exactly perfect anyways so then is that when they fly so then she's like uh i'm gonna go to the uh the next day she like calls or like he leaves Damn, i don't think so. And no. then she she calls David, her mentor from the airport, and she's like, "I'm going to the freaking concert. You can't stop me." And David's like, "No, it's dangerous." And she's like, "No, whatever." And like, but leaves. she's on her way yeah. to see the best concert of all time? Question mark. We <laughs> determined in about 15 minutes when we talk about that plot point. So uh, what happens next is um, Lestat is listening to music in his coffin, and he suddenly wakes up and realizes that he has a visitor and he walks out and Marius is there and Marius is like uh or like Lissat's like oh long time no see and Marius is like yeah well you fucking (laughs) everyone hates you now and they're all gonna tear you apart also you've invoked something deeper and then we get a cut to like 
the statues, but at now, like, it's just an empty throne where the queen was, and the king has, like, his throat ripped out. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I like that, like, statue, the way it was done. Yeah. Oh, that visual is, it's incredible. Yeah. The visuals in this movie are, like, genuinely really, really good. Um, That review I read about, like, production design was, like, actually no joke. But, like, art direction in this movie, the wardrobe in this movie are all super, super good. Yeah. Right. Like, I genuinely don't. And you can, like, criticize a lot of things about this movie. Like, the effects are, like, a bit cheesy, like, now. Yeah. Um, You might not love the soundtrack and, like, understandable. It's, like, not for everybody. But, like, I don't think you can really deny that the visuals and, like, wardrobe and art all right. reflect, like, exactly what 2002 was like, especially for a movie like this. I think it's amazing. They did a great job. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely what 2002 thought. This is peak vampire. Like, this is exactly what a vampire, like, thing. Because, like culturally this was like the uh counterculture you know like this is what it looked yeah. like right and they got like old like old school ancient vampirism and like ancient art like mm-hmm. done really 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 well like you right. have really kind of a engaging scope of vampire aesthetic like the new and the old kind of coming together yeah mm-hmm. and after we get the shot of the statues um we see a woman walking into a the um the Admiral's arms. Right. Smelling and like um of course Lestat's song is playing in the background, you know? Yeah. Like kind of smelling around. And who is this woman? Aaliyah, the Queen of the Damned. The titular yes. Queen of the, the Damned. The t- titular Queen of the Damned. Yeah. It's also about like maybe over an hour into the movie. Yeah, like Yeah, fifty one minutes in. So much has happened before you meet her. Yeah. And she's only what? in the movie for like twenty six minutes total. Which I will say I'm bothered by because, like, don't market it as about her if she's, like, not... It's The movie's about Lestat. She's right. just, like, a villain. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's, like, I get that she's a huge part of the movie and she's the best part of the movie. And I would have rather, if they were going to call it Queen of the Damned, actually make it more about her or just name it after Lestat. Like, I don't know. That's my problem. Right. I, I like, understand that. I also don't know if the book is the same way. The books, this movie has nothing to do with the books that it's based off of. Like, the plot line really? is not really... I know Anne Rice hates this movie. Yeah, it is, like, a complete, just artistic, total turn. Because there's, like, two other books, and it, neither of them have the plot of this one. So it's, like, a complete deviation, which is why I have a problem. Yeah. Because well, Lestat... It, I wish they would have just made this a movie, not tried to talk about how it's Lestat and made it just like a different character and not even been like oh this is a sequel because like it's a good movie but when you try to tie it into the source material it's not that's understandable they like use parts of multiple books Mm -hmm. but then they cut cut out a lot of it Uh, yeah i do agree like if i was gonna say one like like critique for this movie it should focus more on Aaliyah's story if it's gonna be called queen of the damned yeah i said Aaliyah's story of akasha's story the queen of the yeah um so anyway she shows up in this bar oh my god and her costume is so good it's so good yeah oh my god she looks amazing she's got like gold glitter on her skin too like she like Uh glistens wow yeah it's good the design is oh it's it's immaculate um so she kind of walks in and all these vampires so I don't know if we said this, but she's like the mother of. She was like the first vampire. She's like the mother of all vampires. Yeah. And she had like wiped out civilizations because of her intense like bloodthirst. Right. So she walks in this bar, and all the other vampires are like, oh, 
it's her. Um, right. And she's like smelling around. She's like, hmm, guess he left a long time ago. Referring to Lestat, who is now like probably in California. Right. Um, and so she's like on the hunt to track him down. But before she leaves, she like burns down the bar and kills all the other vampires. Right. Because, well, like the music video is playing on the TV and she's like, or she like makes a comment about it. And then uh, one of the vampires is like, yeah, we're going to like go and uh, dismember him. And she's like, oh, are oh. you? And then she does a dance to the music video. Really good. Very good part of the movie. Right. Oh, so good. And then grabs the guy who she was just talking to and kisses him and then rips his heart out and eats it. Very good. Very good part of the movie. And and I don't know she- if she said this part specific- like explicitly, but um, the reason that the vampires are all kind of trying to kill Estat is because he has revealed the secret right. that vampires to the world yeah. and they're all mad about that yeah and then she has this power that she can just make them burst into flames yeah she by just looking waves at her it. she's just like hands and they like turn they just she does that up. to everybody in the bar right and then walks out of the flaming building it's pretty great yeah, yeah. it's, it's that, awesome she's like terrifyingly powerful like how are they gonna beat that <laughs> <laughs> i was i didn't quite i don't know if i catch caught this this time or not i think all of her teeth are fangs oh really um she's got a double set i did note that because i liked okay. the design of her fangs because yeah, hers were really very cool. like distinct and like um they didn't look cheesy they looked very natural in her mouth and yeah. like they were cool and like so she's got two longer very pointy ones and then the next ones in are pointy but shorter and they look really, really good. I yeah. think everyone's got good teeth, but um, hers are very distinct and very cool. Right. Oh yeah, it's her. The entire character design um, is incredible. I think that that is how all the vampires in that universe teeth are. But there's just yeah, hers were good. Really? I, do they all have double points? I think so because I think if I'm thinking right for interview with a vampire, if you look on the on the poster on the poster i think his teeth are like that yeah they are oh cool hers his theirs just aren't as like hers are big mm-hmm. makes sense she's the queen and she do be eaten yeah yeah um so now we're back in california and jesse she gets picked as one of the groupies yeah so two groupies get picked to go see lestat again it's kind of like I guess the the thing to do, yeah. but she's like wading through this crowd of goth people, all trying to like hawk tickets to go see the concert. Right, <laughs> and everyone's dressed all alternative, and now Jesse's dressed alternative to blend in, right? Right. But she gets picked to go to Lestat's mansion for the night, and at the mansion, um, she's dressed all goth, and he sees her and recognizes her, and completely just like ignores the other woman right. there. Who's obsessed with him yeah oh my god she's like Lestat I'm your biggest fan and he's like you can leave right and then the the, like driver takes her away and he's like it's fine it's better this way (laughs) trust me (laughs) you'll still get to go backstage um so uh Lestat and Jesse get to have like kind of this moment together and they you know what the chemistry's there they have it Yeah. yeah They've met each other one time, but they're in love with each other. Oh, absolutely. I believe it. Um, And so, I forget what they talk about. She wants to be a vampire, and he's like, no. And, yeah. uh, or no, she's like, um, 
she wants him to show her what it's like is what how she phrases it right and, he and says then that he, he flies fin- her he, well away. he also says that he like finally understands what's his face uh more oh, marius marius yeah. like he understands his obsession with humans now right well yeah so so first he flies her away and then like they land on this like tall building and he like accidentally drops her and then catches her immediately and then like the effects on that one are interesting right. and he and she's like cool i'm into it <laughs> <laughs> the effects on the drop are fine are it's the, it's the pulling her up that i was yeah, like what I don't the know. fuck it's was weird. that but anyway, so she's like, that was cool. Now let's do it. And she cuts her boob. <laughs> she like takes out a little needle and like gingerly drags it across the top of her boob. Right. Like just a small little cut. And she's like, all right. And right before this is when he does a speech about how he finally understands Marius and yeah. doesn't want it. And she's like, well, how about now? Check out my boob. And so um, that doesn't go away. Uh, so he starts to go in, but then he's like, no. Nah, not today, Satan. And then he flies away. <laughs> oh Does he really leave her? He leaves her? Oh, no, no. He he takes her. He's like, let me show you something else. And then he takes her to a park where they see another vampire attacking a woman. And he scares the other vampire away. And the woman's just sitting there. And like Jesse's like, oh, um, uh, is she okay? And then he just, like, chomps her neck. Mm-hmm. And, like, the woman is screaming, not into it at all. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he's like, this is what it's like. Do you like this? And she is, like, very no. sad and <laughs> weird. And he flies away. What part are we at now? Is it the concert now? Next is the concert. Did it, like, really go abruptly from that to the concert? Okay. I this think makes so. Sense. Yeah. So here we are at the best part of the movie. It is a con- it, a big outdoor festival style concert, and it is a mob scene of right. people. The opening shot starts with a very low track of "Down with the Sickness." Yeah. Oh! <laughs> okay, time for my. It's time for me to shine again. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm. I can't shut up. I love that song. Yeah. Like, genuinely, non ironically, um, I I think I like new metal. I think that's what I'm <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's possible wait you guys know this you were in the car with me like when we were driving home from cedar point i don't know if that counts as like like oh i like new metal we were listening to the songs from guitar hero <laughs> okay but how many times did we listen to before i forget by slipknot at least probably twice yeah i remember i had to play it on repeat a couple times because <laughs> I, I was very tired <laughs> and it was scary um i don't know I like new metal a lot. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I it's feel like fine. I it's okay to that. like new metal. I'm going to say that, and then somebody who actually really likes new metal is just going to body me in a conversation, and I'm going to feel really bad. You're well, allowed to I like mean, as much new metal as yeah. you want. You There's don't have no to such thing as fake gamer girls. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to worry about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a fake new metal fan. <laughs> um... What's well, like that equivalent? It doesn't matter. We don't, don't need to go down this road. Yeah. Um, so, so the Sam concert, Ray, big tracking shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's so good. It's so good. Can we tweet that TikTok or that Vine? That old Vine 
were the guys doing i'm down with the sickness at karaoke oh i that when i think i'm down with the sickness i think of that video it's so fucking uh-huh. funny wow oh my God. if we ever get karaoke again that's the first song i'm doing i need you to know that so, um anyway so it's just huge sweeping landscape of like goth alternative people all here to hear Lestat's band and in the crowd is Jessie and she's making her way towards the stage and when I say a mob scene like I think this is the populace of a small country yeah. Luxembourg perhaps <laughs> they have so many people I have a really cool trivia fact actually about this yeah I'll, it's on IMDB trivia I love this movie so much I, <laughs> I can't shut up <laughs> For the scenes of Lestat's concert in Death Valley, over 3,000 goths were recruited from Melbourne nightclubs and on the internet, and then driven on a fleet of buses to a quarry in Werribee to act as extras. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Can you imagine? Wow. The chances of Um, meeting one of these extras is, like, I think doable in your lifetime. (laughs) Yeah. Incredible. I would have killed to be in this movie, by the way, if if that's not very abundantly obvious. Yeah. Um, the sing- I'll do my other another cool piece of trivia as well. Um, the singing voice of Lestat was supplied by Jonathan Davis of Corn. However, due to contractual difficulties, Davis could not sing on the soundtrack album release. The five songs written by he and Richard Gibbs for the movie were then performed on the album by Marilyn Manson, Chester Chester Bennington of um, Lincoln Park, Lincoln David Park. Draymond of Disturbed, um, who sings Down with the Sickness. Um, Wayne Static of Static X and Jay Gordon of Orgy, um, but wow. uh, Jonathan Davis was still allowed to play instruments on the album. That's wow. cool. So yeah, Jesse's there trying to make her way to the stage, and suddenly David is also there. David, her mentor, is there, and he's like, "Wait, Jesse, no, no, it's too dangerous." But then, who shows up? But Marius, and he's like, "Hi, David." David, David has been searching for Marius. Um, which is one of the things he brings up to Jesse in the first meeting. Um, but like Marius like goes to David and is like, hi, David. Very, very high Mark. Yeah. Like the, the line delivery, he says it two times in this movie and both times I was like, hi, Mark. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then he like, he says something and then just like fades into the crowd (laughs) and there's, Oh, yeah, go ahead. It's just so good because it's like, you know, David's obsessed with this guy. He's right. seen all his work and his paintings. Oh, he says something about his painting. He's like, I'll have to show you my next pa- or my new painting sometime. Oh, yeah. the crowd. that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then there's also a-, a bunch of other like very clear vampires wearing hoods just staring at the stage. In this, their eyes <laughs> glow. <laughs> yeah. And they just have these little silver thing like glowing and they're just holding completely still. While everyone around them is fucking raging. Right. But then. Did we mention how good the music is? Because (laughs) it's good. And hearing it live for these people is awesome. And it's awesome for us as audience to watch that happen. (laughs) Right. Um, uh, Lestat like flies down um, to start the performance and lands on stage and like starts singing. Um, And also in the crowd, we get a group of vampires that is like. Each of them are like very uniquely dressed, and in the middle is Jesse's aunt, mm-hmm. who we saw in the like her dream oh, sequence at the beginning. Didn't she wake up? No, never mind. This happens later. Go ahead. And the aunt is like, "Find Jesse," and these like the vampires like go into the crowd to find her, and I I thought it was cool like the design of um these because they're all like 
I, it's revealed later that these these are all like original vampires mm-hmm. created by um, Akasha, um, but they all have their own unique like style of the time period that they're from mm-hmm. um, and stuff. And so it was cool, like the way the this little group was like different. <laughs> and their jobs are like to protect the families, basically. Like she, t- the aunt talks about how she like watched over Akasha's like offspring family stuff and then also her own is like yeah. she just keeps an eye on things and they stay quiet. Right. Um so we have a concert where uh Lissat does his whole song. Wait, wait, we didn't talk about what he's wearing. He comes down wearing this like jackety leather vest over a mesh top and the top <laughs> has little like bobbles on it. Right. It's hot. His pants are tight. His boots are like chunky. Is it the <laughs> top? Great. It's like it's like kind of gold mesh, and it's long sleeve, and like underneath and the torso sides, it ties together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a hot. really it's so good top. It's like one of the best design shirts I've ever seen. Yeah. Hard agree, hard agree. And he's wearing so much good jewelry. Mm-hmm. They just don't make them like that anymore, you know. Um. Anyways. Yes. So he he does his concert. <laughs> and he's killing. He's giving the performance of a lifetime. He is really laying it out all on the line mm-hmm. for these fans. Right. You can tell the art and the craft that he has like put into this work, and it's just reflective in the lyrics, in the performance, in the visuals, and the fans are going wild for right. it. They're loving oh, yeah. it. It's oh, his yeah. only concert, and he makes it worth it. <laughs> Um, so at a certain point he like switches songs and he's like, This is for all those who have come for me. <laughs> like talking about all the vampires that yeah. What there. a line. So good. And so they all as he's like singing this song, like to kind of goad them into coming to get him. And the lyrics are about um the vampires coming to get him. Right. As he's singing that They fly up Yeah to the stage like one by one at first and then they start like coming and then he just like like fights him off one by one and then when he can't marius comes in to all like assist yeah <laughs> um, and all the human bandmates at this point have like left the stage they ran away yeah. <laughs> right marius comes on and then like fights a couple vampires and then there's like a break and like there's like huge cheers from the audience and marius does a l- like a little polite clap for the stat <laughs> it's cool it's, really it's fun cute. yeah and so they're fighting off all these vampires right uh yeah they just keep fighting and then eventually like uh out of nowhere like it it seems like there's too many at first and then the bad vampires start burning up and then <gasps> like it's like the effects on the burning i mean they're dated they aren't great but then i really liked the way like the the bodies burnt up and then they like floated off into the like into the sky. Paper. Yeah, I I like the way they were floating away. That was cool. Um, mm-hmm. and then the stage, like the middle of the stage, like explodes open and out rises Akasha. And at this point, like one of the other like vampires from the coven finds um Jesse and like mm-hmm. gets her and protects her, but. Akasha comes up from it seems like she's like rising from hell because like it's all like fiery yeah. underneath. 
Um, and then she uh, grabs Lestat and then, like flies him away. And they fly very far away to a beach. Yep. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then we get, dare I say, this whole movie has been like, you know, you're at half, you're half to full mask, right? <laughs> then it gets to this like rose petal bathtub scene. <laughs> right. Dude, and this like, is the netbuster, my friends. Um, the amount of silence. Townsend and Aaliyah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say when this scene started, it got so quiet, like you could like hear a pin drop among all of us. Like when <laughs> nobody was saying anything, it was just I. I like actively thought we are being so quiet right now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were we supposed to say, Sam? Please I don't know. enlighten me. I don't know, but yeah. It just got we were so also quiet. quiet for a lot of this movie. I don't like. Continue. <laughs> anyway, it's hot. It's so hot. They're in this like bathtub full of rose petals, getting down, drinking each other's blood. Well, it, and then it cuts. Oh god! It starts with him like just sitting in the bath, and then like her hand comes out like reaching across his chest out from the the water. Um, but yeah, continue. Her nails are great. Great yeah. vampire oh. nails, top notch. Yeah. yeah, and I usually am grossed out by vampire nails. I hate them, but on her, they're it's great. different. They work very well. And then she comes out of the bathtub and bites his nipple. <laughs> and there's like, a lot of breast biting in this movie. <laughs> yeah. According to a letterbox review, I did not include in our game. There are four instances of oh, breast wow. biting. Mm-hmm. That is very a la Dracula, because a slit on the on his uh, chest yeah. is how he feeds Mina. So yeah, I mean that tracks. It's also where your heart is, right? Yeah, but it's also hot. Yeah. <laughs> so what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Yeah. Um. So yeah, they and then, like feed on each other. Right. Yeah. There's like this just very erotic scene of them. Like, I mean, I guess they're having sex, but it's like just like vampire, like biting each other sex. <laughs> they're having sex for sure. Um, there's, there's not a doubt in my mind. Uh, and then, and then it cuts to um Jesse, who is now in some other place, like this weird place that kind of like looks like an old like kind of ruins of a temple you know it shows similar sights of the room she's in which is a from the flashback it's when she was like it's where she was when she was a kid yeah um and her aunt comes out and she's like explains that like (laughs) i was one of the original vampires turned by akasha um but like i had a kid before I was turned and so I've just been watching my entire bloodline and that's been like her connection to the mortal world. Um, And so like she and her like coven have been protecting this bloodline. Mm -hmm. Um, And Jesse is the final, the last one. Uh, Like after Jesse's parents died, um, the aunt took her in, uh, but then like had to make her go because she wanted her to live with humans. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, oh yeah. And also Lestat is, has been taken by Akasha and, uh, she's like really like murderous. Um, and he's probably working with her now Mm -hmm. and they plan to kill her. But the problem is like the last one, um, the person who like 
drinks her blood as she dies will also die. Yeah. Uh, so then it so, cut. Yeah. Go it's ahead. like the morning after. And I don't know if this is the first time he's been out in the morning for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he flinches. Yeah, he like wakes up and the sun's on him and he flinches. But with the strength that he's gotten from Akasha's blood, he's able to be out in the sunlight without dying. Right. And he looks out over the beach, like this picturesque, like beautiful beach, and sees bodies strewn all across the sand. Yep. Yeah. Um, she has gone on a rampage. Right. Basically doing what um her and her husband did back in like Egypt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so then she's like, Okay, we need to get um uh our friends back. And so they fly to the coven. Um mm-hmm. and at this point, uh how is Lestat dressed? <laughs> Oh, he's got the cape, the the pants cape. Yes. Um. He so sh- they show up and well, in the scene she's got this new getup. It's like a white skirt with this like metal bra thing that's got this like armor piece coming down, and she's got a crown and like chains and jewels, and it's cool and it's very a la the outfit she was wearing before. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like bronze, warm tone. It's the other so one was like cool. more blue, cool yeah. tone. It's so cool. And then Lestat shows up wearing leather pants but then like also a belt that turns into like a velvety velour fur type cape thing that comes down so it's like a skirt but if you chop the front of it off and there were leather pants underneath that's all he's wearing right can i give a follow-up to what else he's wearing yeah no shirt no shirt no shirt just a deep v Mm -hmm. it gets fucking ripped in this movie yeah so Um, they come well okay so the vampires were saying, oh, yeah. Well, she, yeah, Akasha's like, join us. Join me or die. And they're like, no. We'll die. <laughs> and then uh, Akasha says to Lestat, oh, if you love me so much, then kill her and points at Jesse. And Lestat's like, oh, she means nothing to me. He goes up to her. Uh-huh, and then she's like, it's okay. And then, like, pulls down her shirt in front of her breast. Where, like, her little cut mark is. Yeah. And, like, beckons to him. And he, like, leans down and bites her boob. And then he, like, yeah, he seems to kill her. Yeah. And then he gets up and walks back to Akasha. And Akasha's like, good boy. Here, have have a little hit. <laughs> and we found out earlier that her only vulnerable time is when she's, like, opened herself up to be fed on. And so he, like, feeds on her, and you're like, oh, he's into it. But then he, like, looks up at, what is his fucking name, Maurice? Uh, Marius. Marius. And he's, like, he, like, looks at him, and then Marius is like, oh, shit, it's attack time. Yeah. So they attack her. And Akasha is like, okay, that's enough. That's enough, Lestat. And then they attack her, and they all, like, she, like, pushes Lestat away, like, throws him away. Um, and then all the other vampires attack her. And a couple of them get got. They get exploded. Yeah. But then ultimately, like, enough of them are, right. like, draining her and it's, like, At one point, her. like, she throws off a guy and he starts to burn up. But then, like, he just starts healing again and they realize, oh, she's getting weaker. Um, and they keep going until all of their eyes are, like, the little, like, black with the red circle around. Mm-hmm. Um so like they're getting her down to her last drop and Lestat's like, I'll do it. I'll finish it. And then he like goes and like goes to kill her and he keeps like taking all her blood. But then the aunt comes up and she's like, no, 
I'll do it. And she does it. And then she she just sucks up the last dying drop of Akasha's blood. And, and, then, and then, like, Akasha, like, has a very, like, cool death. Right. It's very cool. She, like, turns into, like... Like her skin gets dark and then it turns, turns black like charcoal and then it black. turns charcoal like it like turns into like ashes and then like she like chunks of it like swirl away and then yeah. she like they bursts. start like flying like a statue like yeah. kind of like a black marble statue right and then she turns into dust but like they're like flying the dust is all flying around in little currents and stuff it's it's really cool. And you see her bones, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was cool, too. Very neat. And then she's gone. And then they look over, and Jesse's aunt is, like, standing there, like, as a marble statue. A marble and she's st- not dead, but she's, she's like, resting. She's only sleeping. It's so good. It's so good. The visuals in this movie are amazing. And- um, Go ahead. So then Lestat and Jesse are, like, reunited or whatever. They're, like... Does he turn her in this moment? Yeah, he goes over there and he like holds her in his arms and then he cuts his um he cuts his wrist uh and then it cuts to David's office mm-hmm. in the paranormal studies place. And Jesse and, and Lestat show up. Yep. And they're talking for a little bit. Yeah, and Lestat's like uh, I heard you wanted this back, and he gives him back his own diary. <laughs> um, and David's like, "Oh, sure." And then uh, he's like, "Oh, thank you." Um, and then uh, David's like, um, "So, what's it like?" He asks her, "Can I just ask one question? What's it like?" And she's like, "Do you want to find out?" And he's like, yeah. "I'm too old to be a vampire." Yeah, he says, "I'm too old to to be immortal." Um, and then she's like, "Okay, well, if you ever need it, just." you have my number um and then like sh- i i thought this moment was cool like we get a nice little moment of respecting consent where she goes to hug him and then he like flinches and then she like pauses for a second and gives him a nod and then like walks away um so cool of her to respect his boundaries <laughs> knowing she had none and then she they leave and then as they're walking away marius comes up behind them on the street and then he goes into david's office and then he he says hi david he's obsessed with david right Mm -hmm. and david's obsessed with him and then the like final shot is like lestat and um jesse walking away and then like the whole city is like sped up around them it's pretty fun i don't know it's interesting it's pretty 2000s yeah Mm -hmm. yep so yeah, I mean it's a it's a pretty good movie. It's fun. I'd watch it again. Um, I just wish that they would have named it after the correct character if yeah. they were gonna make it more about Lestat. Because I thought it was gonna be more about her. Because let me tell you, when she shows up, the movie shifts. It got like <laughs> exponentially better. Like I was more invested in the plot. I was like, I want to know more about her. She is, like, awesome. She's captivating. And I was, like, mad. It's, it makes me mad knowing she's only in it for 26 minutes. Like, yeah, I want more of her. Lestat's, like, cool, right. but, like, she's cooler. Yeah. I don't, I don't really like the plot. There's, like, too much going on. 
So like you don't, cause like I want to learn more about Akasha. I want to learn more about like the secret coven that is protecting Jesse. I want to learn more about the Center for Paranormal Studies, which shows up at the beginning and they keep mentioning it, and then like it does nothing, nothing. I mean, and also how is she connected to the Paranormal Studies mm-hmm. Center? Like, there's just like too much in this that is interesting that they don't like spend any time on and instead just really drag out Lestat yeah being moody. and Lestat is like the part that I care the least about to yep. be honest yeah like I really don't care about a rock star vampire they should have they should have <laughs> not tried to make this about him they should have just made this a separate movie yeah go ahead but it's not and this is the movie we got and it's about a moody existential rock star getting ready for the performance of a lifetime and the trouble he encounters on the way right he's just this like movie rules. this movie rules so hard <laughs> you're right I, I do understand and i think that if you are going to call it queen of the damned it should have to do more with that yeah um they should focus the movie or made it a series mm-hmm. yeah because um, i would watch more of this but i love this movie i love how it's like so weird in 2000s and focuses on mall goth stuff yeah um but i wish we could have that i wish we could have all the parts that i love about this movie and this could have been a longer movie it's only an hour 40 mm-hmm. maybe they, they like should use more time um yeah. to flesh out akasha more and then um talk about paranormal stuff right yeah i don't know but i also think it's perfect the way it is <laughs> It has just enough of everything I care about too. Yeah, um, I would do. I would say it could use um, a million percent more Akasha. Right. I will say, in terms of um, vampire human romance plot line, top notch. Actually, it's right. a really good plot between them. It's just that with the Queen of the Damned in the movie, I'm like, I care less about them. But when they're together, I'm like, damn, they have chemistry. They do have chemistry, Those yeah. two are meant to be together. They hit all the right beats. He, like, pines over human her, and she wants it real bad. Perfect dynamic. Right. Like, it's it's good. It's just, like, with uh, Akasha there, it's like, but I want more of her, too. Yeah um yeah yeah i agree with all of that uh i also like i like um a lot of the music in this especially the violin stuff <laughs> the first scene where um we like didn't really talk about it but there's a scene where like he hears a woman playing violin and then like flashes his eyes and um the guy who's with her is like no run away he's a vampire so they have to kill those people but the woman i think they're like I think they're like dressed the way I think they're supposed to be Romani people because they're dressed the way. Yeah, it seems like it. And like the music she's playing is like really cool, and it 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 reminds me a lot of uh, classical Indian music, um, which is interesting because I wonder if that is supposed to be like Romani music, um, Mm -hmm. because. Uh, which kind of makes sense to me because like the Romani people originally uh, originated in the Indian subcontinent. So it makes sense that their music would sound similar. That's interesting. That's cool. But I don't know. But yeah, I, and also like when he plays um, the violin for Akasha, it's the same type of music. um, And it, it, it was like good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I liked it. It's so good. 
that was neat too. And it, again, it does that thing that I love about this movie, where it um takes Lestat's passion for music and shows it in like the old um world and right. like the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it shows that like contrast. I think that's really neat. They do it so much in. It's there. It's in the paintings. It's in um, you know, the woman he falls in love with. It's in like the music. It's in his like despair about like humanity and how that kind of comes full circle again like there's so and i think that's why i know some people could be thrown off about like why is this kind of like set up between a flashback and like the present and i think that it's such an important part of the movie right to have and i think that i I think the pacing and i think the structure of this movie is really really good i i genuinely think this is such a good movie i don't understand why it gets so like shit on it's because it's such a good movie but the the before and after the middle part people know what happens in that middle part and it just doesn't line up with the actions and behaviors of this movie i don't i don't agree and i don't think it like i don't understand how in yeah i mean i i like, when you, like, talk about the things that you like, I agree with a lot of it. Like, especially when you were just talking about the music thing. That is, like, a go- cool theme that they, like, bring back and forth. Um, but, I don't know, I just don't connect with it's it. It's a good way to show, like, like, his character and who he is. But the problem is that they made this a sequel to something that is so about who he is, and it's a different person. Yeah, I, 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 I don't see that. I don't see it like that. Yeah, oh, really yeah. different? It, yeah okay what about if you ignore interview with a vampire and pretend Yeah, then this is a great movie yeah well i mean I... if if lestat's name in this movie was not lestat and he was just some other guy i would have been like this is a, this is fantastic but they right. made the mistake of making it a sequel to a movie that is well, but, different okay there are, here are some parallels i noticed right i know it's the same character like i think this like perpetual emptiness and boredom like he's filling his time with like kind of the folly of whatever's happening in the world around him. He does that interview with a vampire and he does it here. Um, but he's like secretive in, in interview with the vampire. Like he, his whole thing is trying to preserve him and Brad Pitt. Like their, their like life together. It's like they like blend and they, they do their stuff, but they're not like showy about it. And like he, Brad Pitt goes through this whole thing of existential crisis of like I hate being a vampire and he's like why are you fucking complaining like we are like the the peak of you know and like he's I don't know there's just he's just different to me that makes sense because I think he does change after drinking Akasha's blood and after Marius leaves him I think he becomes kind of lost and jaded and different well he he drinks Akasha's blood before interview with the vampire yeah she's saying like that's what like mary's leaving him is what causes him to turn into tom cruise Uh uh-huh and then after he gets resurrected he's back to this guy no i think that makes sense and i think that like after the events of interview with the vampire and after he kind of like comes back again yeah i i think it makes sense for him to have like the kind of drive that he has before he drinks Akasha's blood and the thing with Marius and then interview the vampire. I think it makes sense for his character to like want to return to that like sense of power and visibility that he has kind of initially with Marius before he knows like the real scope of like what vampirism means. I guess he just plays him to, I don't like the way the actor plays him. If (laughs) him being Lestat, 
if he was like a different rock star vampire, it'd be fine. But I've already seen a performer play him differently, and he's like a completely different guy. Okay, the Lestat thing doesn't. I don't care at all because like I don't have the connection to interview with a vampire that you do but so like that that doesn't matter to me at all like that it's a different character i do not care um i forgot what i was gonna say oh oh i was gonna say i agree that i don't like this guy's acting <laughs> i just i i don't know i just i don't know what it is also like i his accent is weird i just i i don't I was, like i try not to give accents too much shit because i'm like it's better than i could do but <laughs> It is a weird... Well, I don't know what he's trying or what he's not trying to do. <laughs> I, I just don't get this guy's acting. Um, but it, I think he's fine. Ignoring all of that, my main problem is that I don't care about the plot and I, I like all of the like cool pieces that they don't flesh out. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. I, 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 I understand your opinion, Molly. And I like... I like when you talk about the stuff that you like, I agree that the, that stuff is good. But it it's just not like, the kind of movie that I'm interested in. If I could in. go in and like flip some switches off on certain elements of the movie and just let it focus on like the plot lines that you're pointing out, it's like, yeah, that's yeah. a good movie. But yeah. then they add in all these other parts. And I'm like, this is distracting right. me and it's making me have problems. It would have been better if they cut out some of those. Like maybe just cut the whole center for paranormal studies. Yeah. Like just cut that out. And then it's it's just make it more focused. And, and make, I think it would be better. And, like, if you're going to have him be drawn away, like, make it a more minor character. Because making it somebody like the Queen of the Damned, you're like, okay, well, then I want a whole history or at least, a se- like, a movie about her whole history, not a movie called Queen of the Damned where I'm barely getting teased about her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But and that like, makes sense. I think that's, a, like, absolutely valid, like, criticism of the movie. I think it should be more focused on Akasha. Um but, but like it's I good. Also, I do. I do just really like this movie. I think it's kind yeah. of like it's again. It's one of those things like I wish I could have both, <laughs> right? In yeah. the same movie, I don't have a pro- like. I like this movie. I'll watch it again. It's this is one of those movies that if it was playing on TV and I was flicking through the channels and I was like Queen of the Dams on, I'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll stop. Like it's one of those movies. Like yeah, I'll watch it, <laughs> and I can pick up on it at any point, and I won't be bothered. <laughs> Do we want to do segments? Yeah. What would you do if it were you in this movie? I was going to tell you to sing it like that, and I was like, no way she will. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very clear that um, I very much would be a Jesse in this. Like, Molly, I yeah. feel like you probably also highly relate. Yeah. But like, I, I called mine about 15 minutes in about who I would be in oh, this movie. <laughs> Go for it. Um, I'm definitely one of the groupies that like goes into his house. <laughs> and gets killed immediately. <laughs> I don't think I'm like, I don't think I have enough game as Jesse to do well in yeah. this universe. Okay, like idealistically, yeah. Like if I could spend eternity with like a hot Malgoth vampire... That you know what? That's like my that's my ideal world, right? I don't care that that's not attached to re- the reality as we know it. That is my ideal. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> what, what you would do if you're? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
let's say let's say I get trapped in this universe, right? There's no way in hell I would not be at that concert. Um, right. I would be there so bad. This is like you'd be one of no. the dead bodies killed by Akasha at the end. Maybe, and I wouldn't care. Yeah. Like I, I'm absolutely like a part of this movie. I probably am not a main character, and that's fine. Like I'm okay with that. I feel like I relate the most to David, where I'm like, uh, I'm like the nerd who like loves studying these things, but I'm also like, oh, it's too dangerous. Don't do it, Jesse. But also, I secretly am in love with Marius, <laughs> and I'm like hoping for my own vampire prince to come get me. And oh it happens. And it happens. Yeah. So. I just, I just like, you remember when we were talking about in Dracula? I think it was when we were we started to get into like the ideal like relationship with the vampire yeah this is it like what jesse goes through what i was describing was jesse's plot line in this movie this is the exact ideal like plot line relationship going into vampirism and so like that's my dream life right there jesse yes there's it's just everything about this life that i want the music the clothes, the man, <laughs> the women, <laughs> all of it. This is, I go back to that letterbox review, right? A two hour Evanescence music video. They said it as a derogatory thing, but unfortunately for that person, that's exactly what I'm into. Yeah. So sign me up. <laughs> I, I would love to be in this movie. Like, oh my God. Right. It's so good. Okay. Uh, what's next? Villain or the award? <laughs> what's our award? The award. No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Jared, it gets a Jared. It gets a Jared for me. I'm gonna give it a Jensen. Harish, fuck you. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a good movie. I'm gonna. Give I'm not it... a lost here. I think this is a great movie. I'm gonna give my first Misha. I think. Ooh. I'm quitting the podcast. I hate it here. I cannot believe this. Love, do you want to explain yours first, or do you want? I mean, oh, wait, we should explain what we're doing first. Um, yeah. So we're giving out our acting award. There are three scales, right? Um, the Jensen accolade for you tried your best in a shitty movie. <laughs> um, the Mishioker award for it's kind of like a meh movie, but you still want to acknowledge like the acting performance that somebody gave. And then we have the coveted Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting um, that is given to the, the creme de la creme of film. Um, really praising an actor for transcending the bounds of performance art. Right. In so a, you can start. So I'm giving this a Jensen Ackles because <laughs> accolade because... I don't know. Movie's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I guess I'll give it to Aaliyah. She's great. Even though she's barely in it. But she she's I mean, I believe her. I believe that like one taste of her blood will like make you possessed forever. <laughs> um but yeah, she's great. So I give it, I'm giving it a Misha because I, I really do. I think the first half of this movie is like pretty boring 
and um there was like a significant turning point and i was like yeah this is a great movie but like the first half of it was like i don't give a shit so like i'm giving it a misha because i'm definitely up to rewatch it and stuff but it's not gonna go in my like favorite films of all time which is like weird because when you look at it on surface you're like oh that's perfect film for sam but i guess not but um Mm -hmm. i'm also giving it to Aaliyah because she was so fucking good in her role she like acted the shit out of that yeah like i don't know i just thought she was really good all right well i'm giving it a jared because it's a great movie and I'm also giving it to Aaliyah because she is <laughs> incredible. She was such a good actress. And it was one of those things, like the entire time she was performing, I was so invested in her character mm-hmm. because like in like because the character's cool, but also because of her performance as the character was so captivating. Right. Um she's great. Ugh. Yeah, she definitely acted like somebody who knows they're the most powerful thing like oh, yeah. in the universe. Like I believed her. Yeah. I don't think anybody in this movie is bad at acting. I don't no. like I don't like Lestat. He was like fine. I just don't I I don't know what it is. I just don't like it. He's fine cuz I also thought like the the character he was playing is great. He just wasn't the character that he's supposed to be in my mind. But that's another thing. But I thought he was fine. I thought he was a good actor. I don't know. All right. He, um, like, just, I always put myself in the shoes of, could you have played that kind of character? You know what I mean? Like, could yeah. you lose yourself in that? I couldn't. Yes. Very right. easily. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't act like that. I get embarrassed. I'd be like, oh, my God, don't record me doing that. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, uh. So, uh, should we do villain ranking? Yeah. Yes. I know where mine's going to go. Oh. Akasha's the villain, right? Obviously. Yeah. Like, she's kind of really evil. Like. She's super evil, but she can be, okay? She's allowed to be. When she was, like, killing people, I was like, go for it, girl. Like, you go. Like, you do you because you're the most powerful thing in the world, and that's fine. Um, But she is very evil. So I ranked her at number three. So, like, first is Jerry, then it's Dracula, then it's Akasha. I think that she is, like, way cooler in concept to both of them, but I didn't get to know her enough. In this movie, she's just, like a bad guy who wants to kill everybody and that's kind of it so i think there was potential for her to be greater but because we don't know any more about her she's she's three but god if i could like i would do so much to get to see a movie that's just Aaliyah as akasha with like that's just her like oh my god, oh my yeah. god that would be probably the best movie of all time oh easily number one for me like it's easy um i think she's incredible um, so my top three is Akasha, um, Jerry from Fright Night, um, the 1985 version, and then Dracula from the original Dracula movie. Um, I just put her higher because her character is really interesting. Um, mm. I like the kind of ties to like old Egyptian like history mythology and like the aesthetic of how they designed that as well. Right. Specifically with like, I think the art. And like wardrobe, and I keep talking about art and wardrobe, but um, mm-hmm. I think it was just incredible. Yeah, and they did such a good job, like really bringing that character to mm-hmm. life. And her performance is great. Um, aesthetically, just super, super cool. Um, I would love, like has Sam said, to just see more of this character. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I also would put her number one on my list. So I also, I think I have the same top three as you, Molly, oh, really? Akasha, <laughs> then Jerry Dandridge, and then Dracula. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, pretty much the same reasons. Like she's great and like so powerful, and uh, she plays it really well. Okay, I've actually been convinced. I'm gonna move her up to two. Wow. Not, she's not taking my number one, but I'm gonna move her up to two. Okay. Yeah. So rank rating. What are we rating this movie out of? Oh. Oh, there's an obvious one, and I'm missing it. Um. Times I busted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was inappropriate. Uh, I just said that. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, marble Nipple st- bites. Marble statues. Uh, leather pants. Groupies. What's something unique to this movie? Like, I think we're doing a good job. Leather pants are unique to this. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, other the vampires. The music theme is pretty unique. Yeah, but. There's not a lot of rock star vampires. How many rock star vampires? How many. Out of how many moody new metal vocal, like, lyrics? (laughs) Out of 10 minutes of one of this band's songs, how much of it would you listen to? Oh! (laughs) One out of 10 minutes. That's great. How many. I I, I really do like that. How many goth goth groupies? (laughs) How many goths? Goths. Goth yeah, groupies. that's good. I don't know. What should we go with? I don't know. Any preference, Molly? I don't want to pick. I don't want to pick. I don't want to pick. Don't make me pick. We'll just go with the minute one. <laughs> that's, I love that. That's okay, like good. when we were ranking moons. <laughs> well, because like, no, no, this is different. This these is different. kinds of bands do have long songs. Like it would make sense for this band to have a ten-minute long song. And so the question is, how many minutes of it would you listen to? I agree. I love that. I think that's perfect. <laughs> Can I start? Yeah. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to the whole song on repeat. <laughs> Because I think this movie is great. It's fun. It fills a void within me, like on a personal and molecular level. Um, I will watch this movie any like it is on my I'll watch this movie anytime list. I think it's silly and it's fun and it's kind of stupid, but like in the best ways. It's everything I like. Yeah, it's visually just great to me. Um. I feel like an insane person when I talk about how much I like this movie. And that's fun. I think that's part of it for me. Um, yeah. It's hot. I think this is these. I, I like guarantee this is the sexiest movie I've ever seen in my life. Maybe ever will see. There are sell, there are a few movies that do it more for me than this one. It, you know what? There are no movies that do it more for me than this one. All right. It's so good. Um. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? I can go. I know what I want. Okay. I'm going to give it six. Um, I just don't care about the first half of this movie. I mean, it's good. Like, there's like, it's very sexy. And I really like their relationships and stuff. I just don't really care that much about the plot line for like the lead up. Because, um, I don't know, it bored me. And then there was there's a shift. And I was like, yes, I'm fascinated. And it wasn't enough of the movie to fascinate me. But it was sexy. And the end of it was entertaining enough to keep me coming back. So like, it'll have it'll get six stars. Um, or six what did we call it min i'll listen to six minutes of the fucking song (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna do five out of ten minutes um i think like i like the like set design and costumes and stuff um i think all of that is great 
there are a few scenes uh, i i do think the like uh i think sam pointed out that the chemistry between the two leads works really no, well that was molly molly pointed oh that yeah out. molly really good. i just agree um happily. <laughs> the chemistry i think really does work um between the leads uh, or between jesse and uh, lestat um but yeah i i just don't care about the plot and i think there's like too many other interesting things that they don't like go into that i was more interested than the lestat storyline so five uh that's it uh recommendations i mean obviously interview with the vampire oh yeah, yeah. um a good one I wanted to bring up, uh, <laughs> there was something about this movie that was very The Mummy starring Brendan Fraser-esque. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's not like direct, but like there's just something about the mood that like, and I think like when they were in the rooms where there was like fire and stuff, it reminded me of like when they're in the tombs and shit in The Mummy. And I love that movie. So um, I wanted to recommend The Mummy and then Blade. I wanted to recommend Blade because that's also a leather clad 2000s feel, even though that might have been 90. Was Blade in late 90s? I, I don't know. Anyways, it's got the same like grungy yeah. aesthetic. Right. Like they're they are cl- like vampires clubbing and stuff like that. And the like the right. way they dress, there's a similar stuff. So Blade. Blade is great. So I was going to say that like Guillermo del Toro Hellboy movies, mm, yeah. um, just because the Center for Paranormal Studies reminds me of whatever their organization is. And those I are just fun movies. movies. And they also like go into like lore and stuff. Um, that's really interesting. Um, uh, I think like this, the idea of like the ancient civilization of vampires is kind of in like Ganjan Hess mm-hmm. where they like the vampires were an ancient civilization. Um, uh, this is not just because I'm obsessed with this right now, but the game Bloodborne, um, <laughs> it's not related to vampires at all. It's a great game. It's very like Lovecraftian. There's a lot of blood stuff in it. Well, yeah, it's about like, so it's like basically about the city called Yarnum that is built on the ruins of an ancient society and the ancient civilization um like did like i don't know they did some weird stuff with blood and the story is set in the current time period where there's a lot of there's like a i don't know it's hard to explain the, the plot but it's very looks crafty and it involves a lot of like blood and like blood is very valuable in this world <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. and there's like beasts and like a lot of like very like weird cool monsters and like transformations it's great mo- a great uh bl- a video game um and it would be cool to have a movie of it <laughs> but bloodborne I, I bet give it there will be a bloodborne movie i don't know i mean yeah probably eventually but who knows anyway uh any other recommendations oh i mean we I mentioned Oh, oh no okay i thought you didn't have any i know you're gonna mention it so go ahead twilight <laughs> no what were you gonna say i was gonna say the crow yeah yeah oh, yeah. yeah i was gonna say her okay. brought up the crow that's a fucking great recommendation yeah i'm gonna rewatch the crow you know what um i think i really do like the crow yeah i think the crow is actually kind of awesome <laughs> 
Um, House of Wax 2005. No, like, no real reason. Just, <laughs> I right. like them. Kind of, I think, for the same ways. I like that, like, campy, weird, um, insane shit. I don't know. Um, maybe The Craft. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good. Right. Any, like, if you look at Mulgoth movies on Letterboxd, <laughs> you get a whole bunch of them. Like, I was looking up stuff like that, like Dogma came up a few times mm-hmm. huh. underworld which is a vampire oh underworld that's movie. good underworld i want to recommend good, yeah. that that's good um just all these other like things did i say how much i love the hellboy movies uh no you didn't actually i don't know if you know this about me i fucking love the hellboy movies i think these i oh they're so good we yeah, just watched them like uh like a month ago oh yeah. really yeah nice. Um, Interview with a Vampire is obviously fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got. Um, if anyone has any recommendations for me based <laughs> off this movie, please let me know. Yeah. I'd love to watch them. Um, yeah, and you can follow me at Not a Credit Card and everything. You can get me at Save Our Shaggy on anything. You can find me at Midsummer Queen. Oh, wait, you didn't say it. Oh, Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby-Doo reference. Sorry, I'm watching a video of somebody doing chocolate work, and it distracted me. You can find me at Midsummer Queen on Twitter and Letterboxd. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, tipsyterrorpod at gmail.com, tipsyterror.com, tipsyterror.rip, tipsyterror.wtf, tipsyterror.pub. .pub. And those will um, our websites, which will give you all our links. And uh, that's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.